The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Now Brad Underwood says let's go. Frazier dribbles, backs away with three, going to have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's going to end the half and listen to the roar! Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for fighting Illini basketball. Almost a five count, lob, intercepted by Nichols. He takes it away, fast break the other way, layup is good! And the crowd on his feet and a timeout Northwestern. Rebound on the floor, grabbed out of there and cleared by Felice, coast to coast, off the glass, got it to go down, counted and he's fouled. Now from courtside at the State Farm Center on the campus of the University of Illinois, here's your host, Scott Beatty. And good evening once again, Fighting Illini fans. I'm Tim Dittman filling in for Scott Beatty on Fighting Illini game day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management. For all your retirement planning and investment needs, Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. Tonight, it's Illinois at 4-11, winless in the Big Ten, 0-4. They're 4-2 at home and on a four-game losing streak, taking on the number two-ranked Michigan Wolverines, who are unbeaten at 15-0, 4-0 in Big Ten play, and they are 2-0 in true road games this season. Again, I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios filling in for Scott Beatty who has taken some much deserved time off and we are taking you all the way up to the 7 p.m. tip this evening at State Farm Center. That's where we find Mr. Lauren Tate who is courtside. Good evening, Lauren. Good evening. I'm watching about nine of the Illini players are already out here. No Michigan players as yet, but uh, everybody tuning up for the game. Well, first and foremost, you uh, let me know about this last night to make sure we didn't forget. Happy 80, uh, 87th to Lou Henson today. He celebrated That's right. He'll be day. watching the game tonight out at Meadowbrook, and, and uh, they're having a little party for him, I believe, right about now, a little bit of a of a birthday party and with mostly family. And uh, Lou's doing better. He sounded a lot better. I talked to him about an hour or two ago, and he really sounded improved over the last couple of days, and he's got about another five to seven days of rehab to go through at Meadowbrook. Very good. That's always good to hear. Happy 87th to Lou. Well, Lauren, tell me how you size this one up. I was talking with Scott Ritchie uh, just a moment ago. Uh, as talented as uh, Michigan is offensively, they really hang their hat on their defense. Well, they really do, and, and that's the problem that Illinois has because defense has been a problem for the Illini. Uh, they commit too many fouls. They've had too many problems, but uh, – Michigan ranks number four in defensive efficiency, averaging um, only giving up 55.6 points a game. And, uh, you know, when, when a team goes 29-1, and one, which is what they are now, they've won 29 of their last 30 games going back to last year. They're doing something right because they lost three really good players, Duncan Robinson, Mo Wagner, and uh, Abdul Rakim last year, all of them solid, strong players, and yet they come back and... and Build right in for them, and they got this uh, rookie from Ontario, Brad Zikas, who is uh, 
He's been the top scorer in six of the last 11 games. I mean, I don't know, how, do they, how do they do it? Yeah, he's <laughs> averaging 16 points per game. He's a 20-year-old freshman, by the way. He yeah. just turned 20, so he has that going for him. Uh, and you're right, uh, Lauren, uh, Michigan definitely on a streak. They avenged that national championship loss to Villanova, wins this year as well over UNC, who won the title the year before, as well as Purdue and Indiana, both top 25 caliber teams. And a win tonight would tie the best start in program history for the Wolverines under John Beeline in his 12th year. You wrote about this in your Sunday column. They're doing this with no Detroit products among their top 10 scores. And Coach Beeline has basically said, I'm not going to deal with all the nonsense there. I'm going to get my talent elsewhere. Yeah, they don't even have any any uh, Michigan players in their starting lineup, the fi- uh, first five, because uh, Charles Matthews, uh, who started at Kentucky, is from St. Rita in Chicago. Jordan Poole, is, who has had 10 straight double-figure games, is from Milwaukee. Xavier Simpson's from Ohio. Teske's from Ohio. I mean, And then I mentioned Bradzikas is from Ontario. So... He's gone out and gotten players out the, outside the state and, and really done a job with them. Well, let's turn our focus to the home team here, Illinois, 4-11 and 11 in what is looking like is going to be a dismal season. That's no surprise to anybody by me saying that. Uh, Lauren, how do you size this team up 15 games in? Well, I, they just don't quite mesh, and there's there's no consistency in the scoring. You know, at one time, Robinson, I mean, uh, Jackson scored uh, Jordan. I'll get it right. Jordan scored uh, 20 points in a game. The next thing you know, he has zero. And there's just such inconsistency. And Kipper Nichols has missed, what, 15 consecutive threes? And now we've uh, Fraser's lost confidence, and we and we can't have that. He's shooting threes right here in front of me, and he's making them left and right. But, you know, guys, anybody can make them. I mean, you could bring a bunch of high school guys in and set them up at the three-point line. We bring people in at half, you know, during timeouts, and they, they win prizes by making threes. Anybody can make the three. It's not a hard shot, but uh, it's a little different when the game starts. We're off and rolling here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show, a part of Fighting Illini game day. 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center tonight, Illinois and number 2 Michigan. We'll take a timeout and have more after this. Here is Abrams looking for a pick, spinning his way down the lane, drives in, bank shot, goes up and in on a circus shot by Abrams. Counted and he's fouled by Duncan Robinson. That's the last time Michigan visited State Farm Center in Illini victory, 85-69, back on January 11th of 2017. A much taller task tonight. Michigan ranked number two or number four, depending on what poll you look at, 15-0 on the season. Illinois does lead the all-time series by a slim margin, 87-84. Fighting Illini game day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. I'm Tim Dittman filling in for Scott Beatty. We go back to courtside and Lauren Tate at State Farm Center as a special guest for us. Yeah, Tim, I've got Terry Mills here who was on that uh, 1989 team that uh, went to the Final Four and won the Final Four. The the year that uh, we had two pretty good teams out of the Big Ten that year. Oh, yeah, we had a whole lot of uh, good teams that year. Not only uh, Illinois and Michigan, uh, Indiana actually uh, won the Big Ten that year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. A lot of people don't know that, but it was stacked. Yeah, I I, I was trying to think, um, you know, did um, Illinois having a bobblehead thing for the 1989 team? Kendall Gill's bobblehead night is tonight. 
And I just, uh, did Kendall play against you both times. That, that year he was hurt. I, I know he did the last game for sure. Yeah, he did. Yeah, uh, the last game. He didn't play the first game because I think he, what, he broke his foot or something like that. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, we did see him the, uh, the last game. So, yeah, I did see they had a, a bobble night coming up here, and I just um, spoke with Bardo recently. I seen him at Michigan. So, yes, yeah, it's, it's good to see those guys. I seen uh, Kenny Battle here last time I was here. Yeah. So, it's always good to see those guys. Okay, tell me how Beeline does it. 29 out of 30, he's won. That's an incredible streak. Uh, it's incredible. You know, I just think it's just a, a long process. You know, the guys start to believe in it and continually work at it. And I just think this new approach that we have, and it's about defense, that the defense is really keeping them in ball games, even when their offense sputters a little bit. What are they doing defensively that's so much better than maybe previous years? Well, I, I just think they're holding each other accountable. You know, I mean, you talk about team defenses. Some people talk about that pack line defense yeah. when you get down there in the lane. But I think these players here take those matchups individually and say, hey, I'm going to guard my yard. I got my guy. And they've been doing a phenomenal job at it. Has Brezikas uh, basically taken the place of Wagner? I mean, is is he doing as good a job as Wagner? Ba- pretty good now. <laughs> yeah, Wagner's pretty good. Yeah, I can say you know, Bedekis is is a uh, he's a different type of guy. You know, very just very mature. You know, I mean, he's a little older than these guys by you know having an opportunity to go to prep school. But I tell you what, he, he handles himself on and off the court like a. 25 30 year old man so he's aggressive yeah he, he's very aggressive you know i almost say he has a uh, hockey hockey uh mentalities because when he goes in there to the basket he's not worried about protecting his face or anything it's like he'll take those hits and get right back up hey jim go ahead we're talking with terry mills here on sports talk he'll be the color analyst on the michigan radio network for tonight's ball game 7 p.m tip wolverines and illini at state farm center uh, Terry, tell us what you know about Illinois. Obviously, struggling this season, but uh, if they hang their hat on one thing, it's some talented guard play. Well, you know, yeah, that guard play is unbelievable. I've watched uh, Illinois play a few times, and you know, this is a very tough team. I mean, they'll get out, they'll steal the ball, they'll get after you defensively, and you know, that that schedule they played has been brutal. You know, in my opinion, I mean, what is that? The, the fifth. Uh, worst schedule you could want to want to play in, in the country i mean and they haven't even been back here at this this their home arena so it's just been uh something different and, and you can't go about it you know facing this team and saying hey uh look at their record you know we can come in and beat this team we all know how tough it is to win on the road here in the big 10 and I don't think anything will change here tonight. You've been in uh, locker rooms uh, maybe like Illinois right now where the confidence is a little shaken. How do you keep it together? Well, you know what? You, you can see it by their improvement. I mean, the numbers are, are speaking for themselves, you know, whether you're looking at it from a free throw standpoint. I watched them play those first two Big Ten games. I really felt they had an opportunity to win those games. I'll bounce here or there. I mean, I felt they should have beat Indiana. I watched that game. and. You know, a lot of games they were in, and I tell you what, you just cannot look at this game and say, look at their record, look at Michigan's record, and they're supposed to win. I've been through these wars, and I know what it's all about. You know, Illinois recruited Xavier Simpson really hard and and, uh, didn't get him. He he looks like he's a really vastly improved player in the last year. Is that fair? Yeah, that's that's very fair. You know, and I, I just, you know, when you talk about the maturity of this team, I've, you know, been around a lot of teams, these Michigan teams, but this team just they got to calm about themselves. They don't get too high, don't get too low, and you couldn't even tell whether this team was 15-0 and 0 or 15-5 and 5 because that's the way they go about their business. You know, they come in here today and 
you know, if they come out victorious, they'll get on that bus like, hey, we came, we won a game, let's get back and get ready for the next game. It's not no let's celebrate, let's enjoy this and whatever it is. I mean, this, this team has a calm about them. Hey, Terry, good stuff. Enjoy the call and enjoy champagne while you're here. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, gentlemen. That's Terry Mills. He, as Lauren mentioned, was on the 1989 Michigan squad, and he's the color analyst for the Michigan Radio Network here on the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini Game Day, Illinois and number 2 Michigan coming up at 7 o'clock. We'll take a timeout. Lauren will be back with me for our keys to the game. We've also got Coach's Corner with Jamal Walker coming up. Every time the ball moves, I look for five guys moving at the same time, and they have that. And uh, that means you are in sync. We talk about chemistry a lot. Um, chemistry on offense is fairly easy. Having great chemistry on defense is very, very challenging. Brad Underwood talking about the vaunted Michigan defense. Opponents averaging 55 points a game, and... Michigan's outscoring opponents by 17 points per game on its way to an undefeated record, 15-0 and a number two ranking in town tonight to take on the Fighting Illini at 4-11, winless in Big Ten play. It is a 7 p.m. tip at State Farm Center. Rudy Wealth Management pregame show and Fighting Illini game day rolls on. It's time now for our keys to the game. These are brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance and Hickory Point Bank for modern banking solutions from the bank and bankers you know and trust. Hickory Point Bank invested. They're conveniently located in downtown Champaign. We go back courtside and bring Lauren Tate back into the conversation. Lauren, what haven't we covered about this one? Well, I, I, Illinois has got to play better offense. That's all there is to it. They've got they, they can't if they don't score more than 55 points, which is what Michigan's given up, they're not going to win at home. They got the home baskets. They got you know, they, they're backed against the wall. This is just a game where they're going to have to sh come out and shoot. Oh, you, you know, you can't go over from three-point land and beat anybody. And that's what happened at Northwestern. They missed all 11. So they need to start hitting those threes. And, I, you know, they, that's just uh, something that will come with confidence. And somebody will hit a couple, and all of a sudden you hit five in a row. You just never know. I'll add in a couple of things. Michigan, uh, if you want to look at one Achilles heel, they only shoot 65% from the free throw line. So keep an eye on that. And they're looking to get potentially their sixth man uh, back tonight. First guy off the bench, sophomore Isaiah Livers. He has uh, missed a couple of games with back spasms. And the last report I saw, he was questionable. So if they get him back, that's going to be an even bigger boost. Lauren, good to hear from you as always. We'll see you out there. Okay, good job, Tim. That's Lauren Tate at State Farm Center, and those are our keys to the game. We'll take a timeout, come back with the Coach's Corner on Fighting Illini Game Day. Fighting Line Eye Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. Illinois and number two Michigan, 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center. Time now for the Coach's Corner, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank. Brian Barnhart talks it over with assistant coach Jamal Walker. Well, it's the Line basketball here uh, tonight against the Michigan Wolverines as we start Big Ten play, and the man who has the scout for the Wolverines is Jamal Walker. And, uh, Jamal, good to see you again. Good to be home here in Champaign, finally. Absolutely. We were just talking about that uh, the other day and the fact that we've played. This is now, I think, our fifth Big Ten game. It's their first one at home. So it's happy to be in the friendly confines here in the, in the State Farm Center, and they're really excited to uh, get this game going. I was talking to Coach Underwood a little earlier today at the shoot-around, talking about how you can just see our team improving kind of day by day. And, and right. sometimes you want to push it quicker 
and make it happen faster, but you can kind of see it. Yeah, you can. I mean, the, the Florida Atlantic game was just a, a, a total lack of focus and lack of effort, but I feel like we, we put a good performance on at Indiana, just missed a few plays here and there, getting some guys to make some shots and understanding how to win basketball games. And it takes 40 minutes. I mean, I know it's kind of a coach's cliche, but just to have the execution, have the focus. And I think we really tried to do that. I feel like we, uh, in the Northwestern game, had some uh, really good moments and just kind of finishing it off with the execution part. I think that's a big word that we've tried to stress and we've tried to get more locked in on execution on the offensive side of the ball. And you know this, having played the game, that confidence is a big part of it. When you get in those situations, knowing that, hey, we can win this game. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a mindset. I mean, like, that thing can, uh, your mindset can, can waver sometime. And as a young man, when you're still trying to figure it out, and uh, it, it can be difficult. So um, I think to continue to have the, a great spirit, which I think we have, mm-hmm. and, and kind of revamping our mindset to have the confidence and, and the know-how. And I think that's something we're really trying to work on as coaches is give them the know-how. And they, they got to continue and keep pushing them on the confidence in. When you play a team like we're playing tonight in Michigan, they do a lot of things really well. They shoot it well. They defend well. Mm-hmm. As you're scouting them, where do you where do you begin? What do you try to start with to get them out of uh, kilter? I guess a little bit. Hey, you got to kind of go with personnel. I mean, you try to figure out what what some tendencies of some of their guys, uh, and then try to take that away and make them go to uh, as I like to say, go make them go to their bag of tricks. Everybody has some things that they feel comfortable with, not only just in basketball but in life, And but to try to take those away. Some people oftentimes become dysfunctional. It's kind of like somebody t- drinking their morning coffee, you know. Mm-hmm. So what we try to do uh, in, in the scout here is try to take away somebody's morning coffee and make them go to another trick, and that's, that's what we got to start from there. Yeah, and I think uh, as we look at them, you know, you've got some older guys who have played a lot of minutes. Uh, John has had his system in place for well over a decade, and mm-hmm. they just kind of run it really well. Yeah, it's just like uh, no matter who's in those Wolverine jerseys, they, they execute really well. And I think the biggest part of uh, Michigan's game that's changed since I've been here in seven years is their ability to guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're second in the country in, in, in defense. And if you had told me that five years ago that a uh, Michigan team would be the second-best best, uh, second defense in the country, I probably would have laughed at you. But this team has really good players who can guard. I, I think they have a lot, of, lot more two-way type players. And, uh, and particularly Charles Matthews and uh, and uh, Xavier Simpson. I think those two kind of spearhead their defense. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because they had the great run last year, and they've had a couple of runs to the to the Final Four. And you think, okay, well, you know, they lose Wagner, they're going to drop off a little bit, mm-hmm. but it, they may be even a little better now. Yeah, that they, I don't know if they're better. I mean, but they're just as good, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, again, that's kind of putting pieces. Uh, kind of as you run a program, the system goes and you just change the piece, the Johnnies and the Joes. And that, that's what he's able to do. And he's done that really, really well. And so um, for him, I mean, that took that took some time. Uh, I think that's something I respect and admire about him is that uh, that he knows who he is and the system that he wants to run. And he finds the guys do, who implement it and they do it well. We'll talk some more with Jamal Walker on the coach's corner after this timeout. We're visiting with Jamal Walker, the coach's corner, as we scout the Michigan Wolverines. All right, let's start with some personnel. You've mentioned Matthews. You've mentioned Simpson. Uh, Jordan Poole looks to be having a good year. A great year. Uh, it's kind of a, a tribute to him and his ability to continue to get better over the summer. I think he's added a lot of things to his game. Uh, he's always had the ability to shoot the ball, but now he's starting to put the ball on the floor and make plays not only for himself but for the others. Um, that's something you see in, in, in a John Beeline team as guys continue to improve, and he's done that. Um, we got to do a really good job of being in his space. I mean, he's a guy that, that likes the comfort of making shots and making plays, and we got to find a way to kind of disrupt that. Tell me about Bridzikas. Uh, he's come in. I know you guys saw him as uh, when you were recruiting him. 
uh, his ability and what he brings to the table. Yeah. So tell us. Everybody kind of calls him Iggy. And it's Bruce Deacuson, um really good player, uh, left-handed, good shooter, good size, uh, plays with a maturity to his game. Um, I, I think he's one of the toughest guards, probably covers uh, in our league because his ability to be physically strong on drives and when he's making shots, he's he's a hard cover. So, um, and he plays with tremendous, tremendous confidence in his abilities. So, um, one of the things Iggy's kind of matured is that not only by by his game but his age. He's already 20 years old. He's a 20 year old freshman. So, and you can see it in in, in way he plays and his body language and demeanor. Yeah. How's Teske doing this year? Great. Uh, I, that's another guy's improved. I mean, a guy who probably played. A, a role probably behind an NBA player and a first-round pick in, in Wagner, and he's he's kind of carried uh, carried what Wagner's done in a different way. Um, I think he's more physical, uh, better defensively, um, bigger, so it gives them a different element now than what they used to have in, in Wagner as far as a shooter. In Wagner, now they have more of a physical toughness presence, and he's really good defender on ball screen, so it gives them a different look. Tell us um, a little more about their defense. Uh, how do you do? You try to move them around. How, what, do, what do you try to do? Try to move them around. Try to move around the best way possible. Our ball movement's got to be key. And regardless of who we play, we got to have great ball movement. We got to get the ball to the paint. I think we did a really good job. We got 42 points in the paint against Northwestern. That was a, something we stressed, and and our guys did. And that, and that was the kind of frustrating part in that Northwestern game. Is I feel like we, our staff, feel like we executed everything we wanted to do. It just didn't it didn't go our way. So that shows improvement. But uh, Michigan's the same way. Regardless of who we play, like I said, we got to touch the paint with the ball. We got to get Georgie touches. We got to pierce, pierce the paint and dribble penetration and drives and and when we do that then we have an ability to score the ball yeah it does and it seems like and i know you guys have emphasized getting it done and then executing it is the next step but when you get it into georgie when you get it into adonis i mean that just seems to make the whole offense run a lot better that's right you got you got to start from the the inside out you know when, when we play that way uh, it helps us. Uh, we got to continue to commit to playing that way. I think our guys are starting to buy into that more. Uh, and now, like you said, it's just about getting these young guys and uh, and everybody on the same pace can continue to do that for 40 minutes. And one of the stats we always track during the game is, and it seems like when we win or when we're in games, is we're making as many free throws or shooting as many as our opponents. Yeah. I mean, we did that the other day, and it was the game was to the wire. Again, it's just <laughs> what we did what we when we wanted to do. And um, and, you know, that's just basketball for you. Sometimes you can do a lot of things right and correct, and it doesn't mean you're necessarily going to win. It gives you the best chance to win, and that's what we got to understand. And our guys were very disappointed. It's like it doesn't guarantee wins by doing the things we talk about and we go into the game, but it gets you in the best position. And we got to do a really good job tonight, and those things tonight are just we got to really win the possession battle. This is a team that's really efficient on the offense and defensive end of the floor. So uh, you give them more possessions, on offense, they're probably going to execute them, you know. So we got to minimize that, and then we got to minimize our turnovers. We're a team that has a high turnover rate right now, probably more than what we would like as a staff. Tonight's got to be the night where we can't have 13, 14, 15 turnovers. Yeah, did I see they had three turnovers the other day? Three. Yeah. I mean, they had they had like top five in the country with nine, nine, I think nine turnovers a game, and that's that's typical of a beeline team. You know, uh, they don't turn the ball over. We're a team that turns people over, so. Uh, something's got to give, and I, I think uh, we got to do that. But I don't think we can hang our hat on that on that tonight. I think we're gonna have to get some stops. We'll have to do some different things uh, to get that done. Hey Jamal, always good to visit. Thank you. All right, thank you. That's Jamal Walker with the Coach's Corner here from State Farm Center. Thank you, Brian. Coach's Corner brought to us by Hickory Point Bank. Jamal Walker with the scout tonight, Illinois. 
4-11, taking on the number two ranked Michigan Wolverines. 15 and 0, 7 o'clock tip at State Farm Center. I'm Tim Dittman, wrapping up the first half hour of our Fighting Illini game day coverage in the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Brian and company will be back very soon with more coverage from State Farm Center. And I'll be back with you after the game, along with Michael Kaiser and Evan Kahn for the Fasteners Etc. postgame show. We're taking your calls and your texts about this one. One other Big Ten game tonight, Penn State visits Nebraska. That's an 8 p.m. tip on ESPN2. Nebraska is a 10.5-point favorite there. Let's get you now back out to State Farm Center for more Fighting Illini game day coverage.